Hello, and welcome to a very special April Fool's edition of Allegedly Astrology. Each week, we'll be breaking down the astrology that happened during some of the biggest scandals and events in history. Dana, what are we covering on this episode? Today, we're talking about Julia Fox with our very special guest, comedian Abby Feldman. And Woo! <laughs> <laughs> And the topic was a listener request from Rebecca. So if you have any ideas for future topics you'd like us to cover, please DM us or email us. Let us know. Yeah, we'd love to hear from you guys. So we'll start by welcoming Abby. We're so happy you're here. Yes, welcome, Abby. I'm so excited to be here. This is so great. So just a little brief overview. This barely touches upon all the things she does. But Abby is a stand-up comedian, singer, songwriter, actress, podcaster, content creator. She's also written for Adult Swim and Netflix. I'm sure her resume is much more broad than that, but (laughs) we're so pumped to have you. I'm so excited. Oh, my God. I'm like deep diving into astrology now that I have this astrology song coming out and I'm finding amazing podcasts like yours. So thank you so much for oh, having me. Thank wow, you. We're this is so exciting. You are actually our first non-astrologer guest. <gasps> mm-hmm. oh and my I love comedy, so I'm very excited. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, I'm not an astrologer, but like I was like on the ground floor of CoStar, if that counts. Oh, yes. yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. That extremely that counts. counts. I love CoStar. Yeah. Gets a lot of hate, which also makes me like it more. <laughs> Same here. I'm like, I like anything that gets people in the door. When people are like, if you're a meditator, you have to do Vipassana and yeah. this and that. It's like, if you're on, you know, calm, I'm here for it. Yeah. You know, CoStar is the calm of astrology. Love that. <laughs> it honestly is. They should pair up. I know. Um. So, Abby, what is your big three? My big three are... Aries Sun. So, Ooh, hey, happy birthday. Happy solar return. Thank you. Thank you. And my moon is in Capricorn. Ooh, Whoa. Cat Moon. And my, I'm a Cancer rising. Oh, Ooh. wow. Ooh. Cancer oh, rising moon. <laughs> yes, seventh house moon. I'm learning about that when my, with my therapist who uses astrology. Cool, oh, that's cool. cool. God, LA therapists yes. are awesome. Yes, she's like she's like um, you. You know, my my south node is in Libra in my fourth house. My north node is in Aries in my tenth house. But in order to get to that, she's like you have to go to your skip step, which is Capricorn in the seventh house. Interesting. In the moon. Oh, like so that. I'm like, this is amazing. How did you find this therapist? Like, did you find her because she was into astrology or did that sort of fall into that? A friend of mine was working with her. She she touches on a lot of things. So she does the Enneagram. She does astrology. She does a lot of stuff like masculine, feminine things. And that was actually initially why I was interested is because I want to find a partner. And um, I feel like. Well, we can get, we, I'm like, this is very Aries. I'm like, let's hit it all head on. <laughs> yeah, but, um, I love it. A lot of cardinal energy I've heard. Um, <laughs> Elisa's but she, too. Really? Well, I'm both also of them actually Aries. are. Yes. Oh, happy birthday. And she's a Capricorn to- rising. You. So you guys have a, a lot of affinity. Sarah's a Capricorn sun. Oh my God. And a Cancer moon. Yeah, I'm a Cancer moon. So you've got all of us, you got all of our. Represented. Yeah. We love it. Except fuck Dana. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Fuck Donald Trump, aka Dana. <laughs> no, stop. <laughs> no, but I, I, it's funny because I like have this love-hate relationship with all of my signs where I'm like, anytime I meet someone who's an Aries, a Cap or a Cancer, I'm like, get the fuck out of my <laughs> life. Right, because you're like, I know the darkest parts of that. Yeah. <laughs> I love Aries. Aries is uh, shameless, which I love. 
and not afraid to try stuff. And I like that a lot. I think that most other science, especially all of mine, are like, why would I try? I'm so afraid. <laughs> what I love about what I love about Aries is like there's not anything there's no ulterior motive like there's nothing else behind it it's like yeah. puppy dog energy if someone's like like That's that so true. when I like someone I'm just like I like you let's probably get married like what, what are we doing <laughs> you know like like why would I pretend I have a song called soft to get which is like the opposite of being hard soft to get, to get. <laughs> oh, I and I, I, I recently was on the Today Show. Ooh, fuck yeah. Whoa. NBD. We but, need that boom, um, boom, 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 boom. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll add that in. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was actually amazing. <laughs> but I asked, they had like a dating segment and I was like, are we still playing hard to get? Is that still a thing? Or is it okay to play soft to get and like respond to my crush 10 seconds after they write to me? Because, like, that's, I feel like that's very Aries. Like, you sent me a text. I'm going to respond to it. I'm not going to be like, I'll wait three days. I'm not like a Scorpio who's like, Uh I'll wait, I'll wait till after they die. And then I'll go to their, (laughs) their, like, cemetery plot and and tell them I actually love them. (laughs) Lay down a single black rose. (laughs) (laughs) What could have been, would have been the best love of all time, but we'll never know. And then, like, write a movie about it and be, like, a depressed It would be a good movie, though. It would be a good movie. Yeah, Aries is not it. a good. Aries is not a good movie. Aries is a good like vine. Yeah, <laughs> like vine. we're like. Yeah, I like you. Here's a flower. It's over. <laughs> so, what does your therapist say about your chart and how, like, how that sort of relates to your career in comedy? Basically, it's so having. Aries, I have a lot of Aries and a lot of tenth house energy, so it's a lot of like all eyes on me kind of energy. But she says that I have to heal the wounds from my my south node, like having um, south node in Libra in my fourth house is like the mother, the home and that kind of thing, like deal with any kind of like wounds there, which, you know, I'm a comedian. So there's like that's a lot of it, you know, (laughs) and then. So I think I feel like I have that part understood. I think the part that's been really revelatory for me is this. I never really knew what to do with my moon. I didn't really know what that was. Moon and Capricorn. It's like, do I fall in love through work? Kind of like I love work and I'm really attracted to people who I admire like career wise. Like my biggest crushes are like Bo Burnham and like Jim Carrey. (laughs) People are like, ooh, like, you know, I don't know. I can't think of someone who's hot, but like Harry Styles. I'm like, yeah. Watermelon sugar, like anyone could have written that. Like, <laughs> I want someone who's like brilliant, you know? Like a dark genius. Yeah, like someone who's got like, like Ace this Ventura. like. Yes, Ace Ventura, <laughs> like Liar Liar is oh, underratedly yeah. like fucking brilliant. I mean, we should all be honest. And uh, <laughs> I really blew their minds today. I said, we should all be honest. And I think they were like, wow, thank God we had her on. Yep, um, exactly. <laughs> But. I mean, for you, I feel like Aries in the 10th house, it makes a lot of sense. Like, you're, I was creeping on your resume. It is, like, off the chain. Like, I feel like you've done a million things. And, you know, you have, like Elise was saying, like, I know you're, you, like, consult for Netflix. You are, like, writing and starring in a show for Netflix. So it's at, like, I'm sure your day is just, like, packed nonstop all the time. Is that what it's about? Is it being packed with a lot of things? Well, Aries is just like getting shit done. So especially in like your career, like where your career is, it's like you're probably going to do like as much like, oh, I want to write something. I'm going to write something and then be pitching it. You like, you know, like you're not going to wait for someone else to 
come along and like tap you on the shoulder and be like, you could try now. (laughs) That's really interesting. Yeah. I find that that's totally true. I'm always like, I have an idea. Let's do it. But what I thought the Aries thing is, it's like, because I'm coming from the South node in Libra, it's like, I always want to work with other people. Like, Oh, I'll write Mm. for this show or I'll do this or da da da. I need someone else to give me the opportunity. But I think what I have to learn is like doing the, like my own projects is where I, Mm. because like I've been writing a screenplay for a long time and it's like, well, well, like, and I do kind of sit on that one, Mm. but it's like, oh, if so, if you called me today and we're like, let's do a podcast, I'll be like, yeah, right away. Yes. (laughs) But I'm I'm the same way. But for me, the challenge is like, that baby that I have, like my music is the thing that I've like started to let myself like really focus on. And, uh, I think the challenge for me is like believing in my own project and, and not like prioritizing anything else, but my own project. It's like, I feel like it's going to be, I'm not trying to like, to like step on your therapist toes if she says otherwise, but like, I, I feel like it will be natural for you for most of your life to want to like partner with people because your moon is your chart ruler and it's in your seventh house of partners so it's going to be like bringing you towards partners even if i mean you could it could just be like getting married or like having a life partner right would love to do that but (laughs) (laughs) but i also feel like it i mean i don't know it didn't seem like you're beating yourself up about it but i do feel like putting pressure on yourself might be uh putting pressure on yourself to be like someone that you're not it's it's just more fun to do things with other people I think that's like my agree. philosophy that's true. you know it's it's like yeah I mean I do love being on stage and having all eyes on me or whatever for like that hour but like I want to be like I, I'm all about like loving the people that I work with like I want to like I want to be besties with my manager I want to be like besties with my music producer and all of that kind of stuff um but yeah I think that I know my Chiron is in Gemini in the 12th house. Well, you're really working that out with singing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Where's your Mars? Yeah. My Mars <laughs> is in Gemini. Oh, fuck yeah. So is Elisa's. Wow. Really? <laughs> Mars. So do you similar. know Mars is going to be in Gemini for eight months, starting from <gasps> August through uh, April of 2023? It's going to be fucking nuts. It's going to retrograde. It's going to be <laughs> wild. You're going to have a three month long Mars return. That could be a really big time for you in your career, too. Oh 2023, baby. <laughs> it here first i literally i'm i i will latch on. i love everything i love like <laughs> you tell me whatever it is and i will just be like if you tell me something positive i'll just hold that i love <laughs> like, that not 2023 <laughs> thank you i love this so much yeah well how like how did you sort of get your start in comedy did you always know you wanted to be a comedian I was like making this doc. I was like, I, w- I like took myself very serious. I still kind of do sometimes, which That's I don't cardinal. think people. Okay. I like it. Yeah. Good to know. Cause I've, I'm like, I have to do something big for the world and I'm going to like change the world. And I was making this documentary about the relativity cool. of craziness. And Ooh, I was whoa. filming in this psychiatric hospital, this like notorious spooky psychiatric hospital in Argentina. And I was like, they wouldn't let me film. So I was like sneaking in there with oh, my I little handheld. And I was like going behind the morgue and like interviewing this patient who had like teardrop tattoos on his face. And it was like this whole crazy thing. Oh, my God. It was it was very much like a life's too short moment. Like I saw these people like struggling and like all the injustices in the world. And I think as a journalist, I thought I could like make a difference. And I was like, no one this is not going to change anybody. Like I, I that was the realization, like covering the news has never made me like want to change my life like watching a news totally. piece I'm never like I'm gonna do this but watching a movie 
or seeing like comedy or listening to a song, like art has always had more of an impact. So I was like, I'd rather be making the art than like covering the sadness in the world. Amen, sister. I was also a journalism major in college. What the heck, Elise? I also felt the same way. I interned at a news station and I was like, this isn't it. Mm -mm, it All my dreams are dashed. Yeah, you're like, I'm not going to save people by being a journalist. I'm going to save people by talking about Julia Fox's chart. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> That's exactly what we're here to talk about today. And we're I hope all of you, you are saved by this podcast. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's just get into it. Julia Fox turned social media feral thanks to her pronunciation of uncut gems, love of insanely heavy eyeshadow, and relationship with Kanye West. That was just about as serious as an April Fool's joke. The relationship may have lasted only six weeks, but her uncut jobs <laughs> will likely be making her eardrums bleed forever. So let's learn a little bit more about Julia. Okay, so Julia is an actress, a designer, a writer, a socialite, a model, a podcaster, and a mom. And everyone's pretty familiar with her as um, from her role in Uncut Gems as Adam Sandler's girlfriend. She also hangs out with a lot of cool people in New York. Dana loves Camp Marnell, so I feel like it's important to know <laughs> that those two are friends. And she was also Kanye West's girlfriend for like two seconds. Who so I also love. what are her big three? Yes, I guess we should say through the darkness and the light of Kanye West, um, Dana has always been a huge fan of his. <laughs> I'm ride or die. I think it's. I think it's an important thing to know. Any Leo Rising who is in a ride or die is not worth your salt. Okay. <laughs> so she's an Aquarius sun, a Taurus moon, and a Cancer rising. Um, she was born on February 2nd, 1990 in Milan, Italy. We don't know what time, but in an interview with Nylon, she said she was a Cancer rising. And something super interesting oh. about her that we'll get into a little bit is that she was born during Venus retrograde in Capricorn, which is in her seventh house as a Cancer rising, which is important and wild because we just had that during her like uh, little tryst with Kanye. So cycles we love retrograde Mm. cycles here but anyway as an aquarius sun she's a weirdo right like she had that weird makeup um she also sticks out in a way where she's different like for a while it was like just being like a hot girl with a big ass now she's like weird makeup fashion girl she wears like jeans that are cut up as a whole outfit like she's just different and she likes to stick out in ways that are will always make her different i think she in interviews i've like listened to her talk she's always kind of felt like a different than other people too which is clear, like, on her podcast, which she had Kat Marnell on, which I listened to. Um, yeah, she's like, everyone else says uncut gems, but I'm going to say <laughs> uncut gems. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> As an Aquarius, I'm going to say uncut gems. Um, <laughs> sorry. And she's a Taurus moon, which is very hot girl. She's a Taurus moon cancer rising is, like, big hot girl energy, right? So as a Taurus um, moon, they're, like love to be luxuriated she was like super excited like in that did anyone watch a video where she was like i'm driving a benz and i have a birkin and like something else like fendi or balenciaga i'm just in balenciaga like my life is great now and it was like after dating kanye for like two weeks um <laughs> which was like the middle of their relationship i guess <laughs> um, yeah. and um and as a cancer rising uh this is like very hot cancer is ruled by the moon so she's ruled by this taurus moon and she's like what's the word botticelli chick kind of is that right yeah that's the thing yeah botticelli babe yeah and so she's like emotional she's like cried and stuff like remember right before the Kanye thing she had that huge thing with her um baby daddy oh, on yeah. Instagram yeah, that was really messy yeah. and yeah so it's very cancerizing and then like she like apologized for it like a week later but like it all kind of got under swept under the 
noise of Kanye. Does cancerizing make you hot or her cancerizing makes her hot because she's a Taurus? <laughs> I think cancerizing is just hot girl energy in general. <laughs> but maybe a Capricorn moon could have you questioning that just as someone. <laughs> but it's true no matter what. <laughs> Good to know. <laughs> um, yeah. And then also if we think about it, so, this, so she's ruled by this uh, Taurus moon, which... Um, is ruled by her Venus retrograde and Capricorn in her seventh house, right? So the Silico is a really powerful planet in her chart. Um, and so Venus retrograde in her seventh is going to make, like, she's kind of known for having um, tumultuous relationships. Like, besides this Kanye one and besides her baby daddy one, like, she was known for having uh, really intense relationships before this. I've, like, have known about her for a little bit. And so Venus retrograde tends to make relationships, like, pretty uh, loud in someone's life. Like, remember Olivia Munn had Venus retrograde on her ascendant? That we talked yeah. about in that one episode of her and John Mulaney. So, yeah. So, Venus retrograde is, like, in Capricorn, just going to make her want to be in relationships, but also, like, weird about them. Does it make relationships fail more? It just makes people, I think, um, want to be in relationships, but at the same time, want to pull away from them. Because, like, Venus retrogrades mm-hmm. tend to be times when you, like, rethink your values and, like, re-evaluate it's about values so i guess reevaluate your values which the root word there is the value so it's kind of weird mm-hmm. to use it twice but she also has that like fat ass capricorn stellium yeah she's a like, fat ass she has so many planets in capricorn yeah. her which is insane Venus is conjunct her mar or her saturn which is conjunct her mercury which is uh we don't know what the exact degree of her ascendant or descendant but she has neptune uranus and mars so i'll just go through all of her capricorn planets again all in her seventh house mars uranus mercury neptune saturn Venus. Wow. A ton. And you say Uranus because you just don't like to have fun ever? <laughs> I just say it so much, Uranus. It's like hard for me. Also, I have a Chicago accent. Okay. I'll cut jams. Okay, yeah, <laughs> for this episode, I'm going to say Uranus. Yeah. Yeah. I've got uncut gems in my Uranus. In my Uranus. Uncut gems in my Uranus. <laughs> it hurts. Uranus is full of uncut gems. Love that. Let's tweet that at Julia Fox. She would probably love it. So Julia and Kanye, or Ye, as his now name is officially legally known as. I'm still going to call him Kanye, though. Good. Um, they met in Miami, a.k.a. my current residence, on New Year's Eve. And she said it was an instant connection. She says he was super fun to be around. You know, everyone was just like nonstop gigs the whole time, like so much fun. And they had such a great time that they were like, yo, let's all go to New York City to see Slave Play tonight. So they did. Well, it's technically the next day, I think. But... Seems like a weird play to go to. No, that's like def- that's definitely like a four a.m. decision. Like it's four a.m. The after party's wrapping up. Like slave play. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone? Anyone? I feel like it's one of those things. Like I love to make plans when I'm drunk with people, but I feel like everyone just knows, acknowledges, like these plans will never go through. Whereas this was one of those plans, but it was carried through in a relationship it's easy when you have a jet like at your feet Uh, yeah that's true and i feel like that's a lot all the capricorn it's like we're gonna do this (laughs) we will and she's just on board be sober like with a sober seriousness of these drunken plans yeah and that's so when they went to do the play that's when everyone was like oh wait are they dating 
And then after the play, they went out to dinner and Connie decided to direct a photo shoot of Julia as people just continued to eat around her, like in the restaurant, which was um, pretty interesting. It is my nightmare, to be honest. I wish I was there, though, just watching. I wish I was there. That's probably me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, that's not that's weird to do. Where do you guys do your photo shoots? Um, And then he had another surprise for Julia when he took her to an entire hotel suite, which was full of clothes, where he styled her and gave her a whole new wardrobe. So this is all on the second date. Like very pretty women vibes. That's very specific. Like that to me is like that is in her chart. Like that is the Capricorn and that is like Taurus moon to me. Correct me if I'm wrong. But like. Who is getting like, like never have I ever had a guy put put down a finger if you've ever had a guy be like, second date, I want to wardrobe you. That's just never Unfortunately. happened. That doesn't happen to no. everyone. That's all my friends who are Tauruses are like impeccably dressed. Yeah. True. And hers is in her 11th house of audience. So it's like d- on display for the Ooh, world. dressing yeah. for them. Yeah. She's, yeah. And she's an Aquarius, so, like, she would have weird dates. (laughs) The weirdest of dates. So um, she talked about this weird date ever, or most weird date ever, um, in an essay complete with photos for Interview Magazine. You know, this is where we get the PDA-type photos of them. They're kind of, like, all over each other. They're into each other. So, Dana, what is their sinistry? Okay, so... Julia's an Aquarius sun and Kanye's a Gemini sun. So we have this like air trine of their sons. Kanye was also recently with a Libra. So now he's trying out the like less uh, cuddly air sign, I suppose. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Gemini's love Aquarius is like Gemini's are like mystified by them, right? Like Gemini's like to be held. Uh, it's hard to hold attention for that long. So an Aquarius is really good at it because it's like they can kind of keep up with like the bouncing around of ideas and sort of like playing off of like oh, here's a weird thing I know, you know, like, what else do you know kind of shit. <laughs> what else do you know? Um, that was weird. Tell yeah, me that's more. That's exactly, honestly, I bet what it was like, even if it was like a weird pretend thing. Um, so Kanye is like a Taurus stellium, Mars, Venus, Chiron, and Mercury. And this is all on Julia's Taurus moon. And so anytime there's like Mars and the moon in sinistry, it's usually like hot. And it could be like, you know, like that fucking and fighting type of stuff. But it's also like, it's like the body. And then also like the will to sort of penetrate is what Mars is. So, (laughs) so there we go. There we have it. Um, But then also Venus. So like, that's like the love and like wanting to dress up her body. Literally the moon is your body. So that's her body. Um, And then Chiron and Mercury. Chiron is often present in Sinistry. I haven't figured out how to exactly talk about it yet. Because like Chiron is the wound. So like not everything's going to be like our primordial childhood. But maybe kind of it is. I don't know. Carl Jung would say it is. Um, And he just desperately wants to like, uh, yeah, like have a Barbie, I guess. Yeah, because he's done that with like literally every girl friend he's had he did it with amber rose kim julia i'm sure whoever was before amber rose i don't remember the lookalike kim he's dating now oh yeah, oh, yeah. he actually got me this shirt that i'm did wearing he? <laughs> <laughs> I love it's that. balenciaga <laughs> yeah he was like hey abs i was like okay i guess we're there already <laughs> and it was it was it, it was i didn't know it was a date but it was the second time we were hanging out and uh <laughs> Kanye's moon is also on Julius Midheaven, <laughs> which is like, hey, like he's bringing her out, right? Like she was, uh, she wasn't unknown, but she was relatively unknown. Like she was known to people who like me, like care about like very small uh, celebrity, like micro celebrities in like New York's Lower East Side. <laughs> like, <laughs> 
I had no idea who she was until right now. I mean, I heard I heard the uncut gems, but that's how I okay, knew her. Okay, so there we go. So yeah, so I guess I just I, that's how much I don't even know. Hopefully, our listeners know who she is. I think the majority of people like either knew her from uncut gems or yeah, else that's when I first learned about her. They knew her from meeting Kanye. Like I feel like there's a niche group of people that knew her from before those things, and that was yeah. Dana. <laughs> and Dana was part of that niche. <laughs> I didn't know her from un- Uncut Gems. I knew her from Uncut Gems. Uncut Gems. <laughs> uncut Gems. That is to put her in the, the household of everyone, right? But I also didn't see that. I didn't see the film. It's good, but like take a beta blocker before you watch it. It's so much anxiety to watch that movie. Oh, no, I can't do that. I can't do anything that's not funny. Oh, it's and not funny at all. <laughs> also, once I saw that viral thing, I was like, I thought I was the inspiration for it. So. <laughs> She's, yeah. Did you see the picture of her wearing... Um, the jeans. Yeah, was the, the jeans. The whole jeans outfit. Yeah, that's like, honestly, that's how I know her is Unka Jams. And then she cut her jeans and put the top part of the the fupa part on her yeah, boobs. She's yeah. fupa-less. Azalea oh, Banks says it's because of cold sculpt, cool sculpting, but. Oh, that she's that. Because I look, I scrolled a little back and she just had a kid like a yeah. year ago. Fresh. And she was a lot more voluptuous, which I was like really into. Yeah. And then now she's going like this other yeah, look, which is cut. also yeah. great. She's hot. She's a hot girl. She's cut. She's cut jams. We're not going to stop with this, she's you guys. So. <laughs> she's she's she was on uncut jams, but she's a cut jewels. She's, <laughs> she's a cut jewel now. Oh my god. <laughs> well, also, <laughs> Kanye Saturn is opposite her son, which is interesting because I feel like this is like dad energy. You know, like Saturn being opposite someone's son is like one. It's like honestly doesn't explain their relationship at all. So I, it's weird that I would bring it up, right? But I like to talk about the ones that surprise me. Um, and so Saturn is like commitment. So this would be like an everlasting relationship. But he did also like blast her into like you know the public. That sounds a little gross, but yeah. And so just Saturn in Leo, like in the Sun and Aquarius, like is a weird interplay between like people who really want to be seen but are also sort of like going to be freaks about it well also could it come back around could they be together again later i guess it's i mean anything's possible right so if we fast forward a few weeks and julia and kanye are living it up at paris fashion week obviously in coordinated outfits because he loves a coordinated moment loves it um she had this insane looking really thick cat eye which was very fashionable it was like on a bunch of runways and people call it an impactful eye but like it is pure mayhem if you haven't seen it i recommend looking it up yeah some people said kanye did it another makeup artist Pat McGrath took credit for it. Can you just imagine like Kanye no. doing someone's eye makeup? Like, no. I can. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, who, who else has the confidence to be like, babe, stop what you're doing. I've got this. I've got this. That's true. I would let him do my makeup. Yeah, it was very recognizable. It's kind of become her like signature, which Kanye is sort of known for like creating like these muses signature look but Dana what was going on during the fashion week chart they lit up all the gossip like we so got it's like a very fresh chart like the energy of all these planets was like pretty brand new we had mercury at zero degrees or it was retrograde at zero degrees Aquarius but mercury retrograde in Aquarius is like just weird in general right like it's going to make people talk a lot about like weird shit it's also like kind of conspiracy ish which people did think that this relationship was fake um also the notes had like very freshly entered Taurus and Scorpio like within a week um and this is like very much like Taurus is like fashion in class and Scorpio is like darkness. So it's like the goth fashion. I mean, the nodes are pretty, I guess, reflective of that. The signs. Also, Mars is at zero degrees Capricorn and just entered uh, Julia's seventh house of opponents, which could be like bad press, which she did get flack for it. OK, and so this is also the first moon um, in Scorpio 
since like the notes had entered Scorpio and Taurus. So the moon is kind of like edging up on that darkness on the south note of like what's gross and weird and dark. And like the makeup was, I guess, unflattering, but it's cool. Which is kind of Scorpio. Yeah. Like, it doesn't have to be flattering to be cool or to look good. Um, I just feel like I would much rather stand out than be, like, whatever, like, flattering That's very Aquarius. I wonder what of your progressed planets have been entered Aquarius. Certainly some. I wonder, too. Yeah, like, my sister was, like, so my hair is short, obviously. Uh, my sister was, like, you look so much prettier with long hair. You look so much prettier with long hair. I was, like, yeah, but short hair is memorable. <laughs> I feel like you look like someone that like is Susan good Sarandon's with daughter. short hair. People yeah. have I've gotten that. Yeah, I've gotten Susan Sarandon's daughter. Yeah, but I think that is something interesting, like with what you said about Julia Fox's makeup, because that's what I, I feel like. I forgot where I saw it, but they were like, you could put on a pair of low like black jeans and a black shirt and like slick back hair and like a, a insane cat eye for Halloween and people will like know you're Julia Fox. Wow, so yeah. he basically made her into a, a meme. Look. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Wow. Which is, I mean, he's really good at. That's so my friend Kanye. After fashion week, Julia goes on the caller daddy podcast and confirms that Kanye and her, you know, they're calling each other boyfriend and girlfriend, so it is a fish. And um, this was also the moment she gave us a very special gift. A very special gift indeed. So Alex Cooper, (laughs) the host of Call Her Daddy, asked Julia if she considered herself to be Kanye's muse. Julia answered, yeah, maybe a little. And I guess Alex didn't think Julia knew what a muse was because she just straight up asked her, do you know what a muse actually means? That's so funny. <laughs> I want to know if Abby's ever been called a muse to some, by someone. Um, you have muse energy. Oh my gosh. Stop. That is like literally my goal. My Venus is in Pisces. Oh, nice. So, exalted. So Ooh, I, yeah. I think that's like where I'm like, I would just love to be. So I would love to be the kind of girl who just like l- lazes around on a, on like, a velvet blanket and has people feed me grapes and like paints me but I don't feel I don't think that I'm anyone's muse I don't know yet yet no I mean honestly I mean probably yay (laughs) (laughs) I think I think when he wrote um Jesus walks Jesus walks (laughs) I think he was about yeah well I actually um I was born on Easter Sunday so I think that he wrote Jesus walks about that makes sense that that makes sense honestly kind of does he was like (laughs) yeah he was like Jesus walks among us not the way you think that he used to look but but he is (laughs) he is still Jewish and and he has a little bit shorter hair. Yeah, his hair is shorter, <laughs> but still just as hairy. <laughs> but during this interview was when Julia said the infamous line, I mean, I was Josh Safta's muse when he wrote Uncut Jobs. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes, and no one knew what the fuck she was trying to say or what she said, but TikTok, like, jerked for jerked the recreation. For it. So it blew up. Like, everybody knew about it. And she later said that she was stoned. She was like, I was super stoned. Like, leave me alone. Which, I mean, oh, okay, fine. So what was going on um, when this second viral moment happened? It was the first Taurus moon since the North Node entered Taurus. And, like, Uranus is also there in Taurus. So we have the moon, Uranus, and the North Node. And Taurus is the voice. So, like, this is... And Uranus is, like, known for, like, (laughs) making things weird. Like, an audio mishap type shit. So, like, this is... Very much like the first moon. And it's also Julia's lunar return. So 
I suppose this is the only thing we can really use to explain why this would boost her so much in like the algorithm because the moon like when the moon is first in crossing the nodes after they've changed it it is significant right like we had that Scorpio one other things happen in the world (laughs) or in February I think I'm not sure what um uh, but then the moon in Taurus, yeah. So it's just sort of like crossing the node and Uranus and like bringing like weird audio shit into like the public, uh, what's it called? Ether. But I like laughed so much at the beginning when you said that because it's like, okay, everyone's like Uranus and Taurus. Like one of it, one thing that could happen is the rise of like totalitarian regimes. The other thing is Julia Fox mispronouncing uncut well, gems. It's about the voice <laughs> and it makes things fucking weird. So that's exactly what happened as the moon crossed and it was like, hey, this node. Also, it's significant for her, right? It was like during Aquarius season, which is significant for her. There was a bunch of planets in Capricorn, which is significant for her. And it was her lunar return. So it's also like really working with her chart. And the Taurus moon is going to be in her 11th house. Of public or of uh, uh, audience, which we all are her audience now, right? So shortly after this on Valentine's Day, Julia made an Instagram story that, you know, really broke some bad news. Her and Kanye were no more. And she went on to say that they were on good terms and she has love for him, but she was not in love with him. Thank you, Julia, for spelling that out for us. (laughs) But Julia also said that his schedule was very hectic. She has a kid, so she can't drop everything to like meet him at the last second. Um, She also claims to want to be like an indie queen and doesn't want to live the celebrity life that Kanye has, which I find a little interesting, but... Dumois did have that blind where it was that she was trying to be like a Miami like yacht girl or whatever. And while this was happening, Kanye had put something out, his people that said like, oh, like, do you have anyone who could be Kanye's girlfriend? So What? Yeah. This is according to Dumois. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's from like a long time ago. I was going to say, like, if you wanted like publicity, like obviously you go on like a talk show or you can, you know, whatever, do things that people do. (laughs) I like don't know how things work. But I'm like, is one of like the lists on the menu from a publicist? Like, I'd like like if we pay a certain amount of money, can I like date a crazy celebrity and does, is that a thing that happens? I bet. Like, people are, like, people's beards all the time. Like, I'm sure there's, like, a roster somewhere, like, celebrity beards or whatever. Abby, you got to figure out a way to get on that list. I want to be, <laughs> yeah, celebritybeards.com would be, like, a really fun website to put up. Honestly, I don't know whose beard I would be because everyone would be like, oh, he is clearly in love with, like, 13-year-old boys. But <laughs> I, no, I don't want to be someone's beard. I'm actually, I want, my Venus is in Pisces. I want, like, real love and blah, blah, blah. I want the real I thing. just want real love. That's a that pink was song. amazing. Thank you. Even if it was a fake relationship, like I do think in Dana earmuffs that it is very exhausting to be around Kanye. I feel like it is very much like everything he wants to do in the moment. Sure. And you have to like just tag along and it can't be easy. Like Kim probably could do it because she had like 12 nannies or whatever. But then she couldn't. And she's divorced. Yeah. Again. And then she couldn't. <laughs> when you're someone's muse, like at the beginning, you're willing to put up with stuff because you're like, I'm a new muse. But once you've got yes. the confidence of being like, I just blew up because I said Unka Gem's weird. Like I'm an unstoppable star. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like I'm not <laughs> going to settle true. for this this celebrity like now sky's the limit right all i have to do is pronounce shit weird and i go viral like bye kanye yeah yeah that is he has a to gift. like put out albums like yeah. all she has to do is what should i should say something weird on this podcast <laughs> we're for sure gonna go viral we go viral all the time <laughs> uranus instead of uranus i just pronounced Wait, 
Someone does say it that way. My family astrologer does. (laughs) Really? Yeah, she does. Victoria is all about that Uranus. Uranus. Oh my God. Look, I see. I thought I was like totally. I thought I was being so Aquarian. Got you beat. All right. Well, before we talk about really what we came here to talk about today, which is a absolute banger called the astrology song. (laughs) Dana, wrap us up. Do we think this was all PR? Or was there an actual attraction between them? There's for sure an attraction. And I bet he loved dressing her up because of that, like, just the tor- her Taurus moon with his, like, Taurus stallion. Like, Kim doesn't have any Taurus. I feel like I need to date Kanye so that he can be like, oh, your signature look is actually a mustache. <laughs> and, like, that's, and I'll be like, okay, whatever you okay. say. <laughs> yeah. He's like, you have to have a mustache. And <laughs> I, like, would not be surprised <laughs> Right. It's honestly plausible. It's, it's totally crazy. plausible. He'd be like, yeah, mustache in a traffic cone. Those are your things. Go, babe. Go, shine. I it so much. And I just, shine. yeah, shine. You're a star. Like, what if that's all that's holding me back is like, I haven't worn a traffic cone in public yet. Kanye, babe, if you're listening, let's collab on, on our next song. Oh my God, that'd be great. That would be actually really great. That would actually be amazing. But maybe he'll hear us because he likes astrology, which we were randomly quoted in a complex article that Kanye mentioned America's Jupiter return. Pluto return. Pluto return. Excuse me. America's Pluto return. Oh my God, you're going to be canceled. Here we go. Um, Here we and go. then. <laughs> and so he likes astrology. So maybe if he heard your astrology song, he would want to collab with you. Yes. So will you tell us more about the astrology song? Yeah, well, actually, the opening lyric to it is, Kanye, if you want to go out with me, you can dress me like a Barbie, a Ooh. Barbie. Wow. That's that sexually was so good. charged. Yeah. That was, that was incredible. Crazy. It's, it's crazy that those were the lyrics. Um, I didn't even know that he was into astrology. <laughs> But yeah, astrology song came about because I love astrology and it really irks me when people don't believe in it and they think it's like a nonsense thing. And I'm like, do you believe in the color blue? Like the color (laughs) blue didn't exist until like humans started writing about it or something. What was I forget? Don't quote me. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, but I love this this idea because I mean obviously someone had to call it blue but I like the idea of no, like, the like we couldn't even exist. see we couldn't see blue until like a while like it was very recent in our history get quick mm. get our producer to look it astrology up astrology was like <laughs> driven out by uh the church which a lot of people who hate it now are like anti-church so it's almost like why like are you guys actually the church it seems like you kind of are you know truly <laughs> yeah anything that's driven out by the church is probably cool like Jews, <laughs> gay people, slutty women. Like we, all of us. These are all things that I, yeah, these are all things that I practice. According to Google, only about 6,000 year, years ago did humans began, begin to develop blue colorants. And that's when people started to see blue because there's blue is rarely present in nature. The cave people never used blue in any of their paintings. Oh. So I think astrology so might be older right. than blue. Wow. Whoa. Wow. I would love to see that like ce- that celeb battle. What was that on MTV oh, that used to be match? like? I love yeah, that. Yeah. Blue versus <laughs> astrology. <laughs> I love the idea of fighting <laughs> concepts. Yeah. Um, no, but I just, it's always funny to me when it's like, oh, you're a 25 year old dude and you feel like, like your existence is 
somehow like more valid than like the stars. Yeah. And, you know, people believe in gravity. People believe in the tides of the oceans. Like these things, like why wouldn't your body that's made up of mostly water and made up of literally just carbon that's been existing on this earth since the creation of it. We're just made out of stardust. Like you think we wouldn't be affected by the positions of massive ancient billion year old planets on our existence. So well said. Anyways, the song is called astrology song and the, the hook of it, the chorus of it is people who don't believe in astrology are the ones with the crappy signs. (laughs) And that's that's what that's my belief and i'm sticking to it kanye is a gemini and he believes in it so i guess we're not that bad after all <laughs> i love a gemini i love a gemini i do too well the whole thing is that like there are no crappy signs but also you can roast all the signs which is what i do in the song love it. and <laughs> so good it's so fun to roast and be playful about it and i think that's the whole thing is like not taking it so seriously playing with it obviously take everything with a grain of salt it's just information i think it's fascinating and like, I just like having fun with it. I love that. So exciting. Where can people find this song? You can find it wherever you listen to music. And it's going to come out on April 1st, which is a new moon in Aries. Yeah. And it's April Fool's Day. Yes. Oh my God, it's so fun. And it's a new Perfect. moon Mercury. Yeah. I hope that shit blows up for you. So yes. everyone, go download it. Go, go download, download, it. download it. it. Share it with all your astrology friends. Where can people, like, find you not the song, but like find you if they want to know more about you. Well, my address is <laughs> just kidding. You wish only fans, Patreon. <laughs> but if you are like hot and single and smart and funny and just like a great person out there in the world and you like want to make me a star, my address is <laughs> at Abby Feldman on Instagram <laughs> or on TikTok. It's Abby Feldman official. Ooh, official. So, yeah. So it's just my name, Abby Feldman, most places. TikTok and IG. TikTok, IG, Twitter, and Twitter. I'm actually verified there. So. Oh, she's got that blue check mark. Oh, yeah. Got a yes. blue check on the platform that I use the least, which is. <laughs> we believe in the cool. color blue here. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 6,000 years ago, they just called it the check. Well, Abby, this was so fun. Thank you so much for coming on. We're so excited to listen to the astrology song. Thank you for But for everyone on. who can't wait, here's a little sneak ah! peek. <laughs> Just kidding. Here's the real thing. People who don't believe in astrology are the ones with the crappy signs, crappy signs. Love that preview. I, for one, cannot wait to hear the rest of this song. But with that, that concludes our April Fool's bonus episode. Hope you all laughed half as much as we did. And please leave us a five-star review and subscribe on whatever podcast platform you listen on. And if you leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and DM us a screenshot of that review, we'll make you a custom meme of your big three, send you a quick write-up about it, guaranteed lols. We also have really cool allegedly astrology stuff on Public, so go there and check it out. And we're all over social media, so please follow us. We're Allegedly Astrology on Instagram, Reddit, Hey Hero, and TikTok, and Allegedly Astro on Twitter. And make sure you visit our website allegedlyastrology.com to book a reading with me. I'm Elise. I'm Dana. And I'm Sarah. And this is Allegedly Astrology.